Hey guys, uh, we woke up this morning and saw what was going on in the news in Minneapolis and um, we're very disturbed and saddened and sorry about what's happening. What's disturbing is that we actually recorded an episode last night where we talked about uh, this whole George Floyd situation and um, we thought we're gonna post it today and then we woke up this morning and all these other things are happening. Um, the protests, the burning of the police station. The arrest of the CNN crew. Yeah, now they've been released and the governor is, uh, I guess, apologized for doing that. They obviously showed their credentials first. This is very disturbing, very disturbing time. Trump's and, uh, tweets. Yeah, Trump you is know. tweeting that basically once the looting starts, the shooting starts. Um, so there's no question that this episode is necessary. This is what, we, we had a burden on our hearts. We actually, we decided not to record our normal, usual, you know, fun relationship episode. And it was because we couldn't not do that. We just had this strong feeling that with what's going on, we have to say something. And then last night we saw that everyone else is feeling the exact same thing. So, so uh, stay with us as we talk about this situation, these issues. Join the conversation with us. And uh, anyway, see how it goes. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Welcome to Just John and April, the relationship mm -hmm. podcast. Today we don't have uh, many laughs, but uh, we will be talking about something a little bit more serious. We hope that you are uh, in a good place right now as you think about what's going on in our world. Uh, April and I really wanted to take some time to kind of come out of our normal conversation uh, to talk about something else that's going on. Obviously, it's relationship related, um, it not necessarily, much. you know, marital, right. but uh, it's still it's still on that topic. Um, on Monday of this week, uh, we got news about uh, the killing of George Floyd in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, there was a police officer that had his uh, knee on George's neck. George was saying he could not breathe. Uh, there were people around who were taking the video uh, that were saying the same thing, uh, kind of pleading with the police officer. Uh, there were three other cops who were right there and allowed it to happen. And uh, later on that day, uh, George Floyd was pronounced dead at the hospital. And... Um, that kind of changed things for us this week. You know, we had some other things in mind that we wanted to do. And uh, that was one thing that we could not ignore. I think what makes it so hard is that uh, Ahmad Arbery just had his uh, situation in February, um, the end of February, February 23rd, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, he was killed as well uh, by two, um, I guess these guys were um, residents of a particular neighborhood. They saw a black man running through there and assumed he was someone who was robbing uh, one of the houses. And they got their guns. One, the older, the father and son. The father, I believe, was a retired police officer. And so um, we were already sort of up in arms over that. Right. And then this thing happens, and um, here we are again, wondering to ourselves. Uh, when will the lives of black men actually be as important as the lives of other men? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And so this is very tough. 
um, it's a difficult situation, but we felt like we needed to talk about it and discuss it. Maybe for our own catharsis, to be honest with you. Um, there are some things we yeah. deal with internally that sometimes talking about it just gets it out and helps. So maybe that'll be a help for us. Maybe it'll be a help for you too. Um, I don't know. We're not trying to bash anybody, but we want to take this time to just speak truth about what's going on uh, from our vantage point, Definitely. the way that we feel. Um, so, babe, I, I just want to know from you, you know, what, what did you feel this week as you heard the news about George Floyd? What went through your mind? Uh, what kinds of things were you dealing with feelings-wise? And uh, how are you doing now? Well, you know, I immediately, my stomach turns. Yeah. I mean, it happens every time I hear about this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. My stomach just turns. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think about my black son. Yeah. Who I mean, he's growing up thinking everything's fine, mm -hmm. and it's not right. in our world, right. you know? And I just, you know, I hate that we are living in this kind of predicament. Mm -hmm. So I, as a mother, mm -hmm. I just, it breaks my heart. Yeah. You know, it really does. And I was just thinking about, you know, um, what this country was founded on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I was I, I watched this show. We both watched this show and it is the setting is in the 1700s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was just this one episode where, you know, they showed slaves on the plantation and everything. And and as I was looking at that, I just, you know, I just thought about it. And I said to myself, because we were watching this week after we had heard what had happened. And mm -hmm. I, I just said to myself, you know, this is ingrained in our society. Yeah. You know, it is something that is deep rooted. Yeah. And we have to intentionally go in and take it out. We do. Almost like someone who has deep rooted childhood uh, traumas. Yeah. And they have to go to a therapist and right. they have to get that thing out. They have yeah. to get it out. They have to know that, um, you know, what happened in the past was a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, you know, they have mm -hmm. to talk it through mm -hmm. and go through through years of therapy mm -hmm. to really get over to it to really get over it and yeah. i think that that's what our country needs to do right you yeah. know we got to get to the root yeah and as long as we continue to pour you know water on that root and allow it to grow mm. you know as long as we do that yeah. with these situations and letting people get away with things like this and acts yeah. like this yeah. continues to grow that deep rooted teaching yeah from way back then. Yeah. So that's what I have been dealing with this week, just thinking about that. And, mm -hmm. you know, and it's very hard because, you know, I feel like I'm just going to be frank here. You mm -hmm. know, people who aren't black, you know, may feel attacked mm -hmm. or blamed. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, you know, it's not about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's, it's not about that. It's about us coming together mm -hmm. as a people mm -hmm. and saying that something is wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 you know, we need to get over this idea of, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to feel blamed or I don't want to feel attacked mm -hmm. or that's not what's happening. Mm -hmm. What we want you to do mm -hmm. and uh, others who may not be in our position as mm -hmm. black people mm -hmm. to stand up and say, mm -hmm. this is wrong. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because when that happens, it's more powerful. Yes. You know? I agree. Now, there's so many things wrapped up in that, though, these days and... Um, there's a lot of people that want to make this more complicated. Um, 
they want to make it into something political or um, if I take a particular stand, people are going to label me a certain way. And so um, I think people need to strip all that stuff away and just look at it for what it is and say, if this was happening to my family member, mm-hmm. you know, let's say I'm a white person and this happened to my family member, I would be fighting to make sure that the right thing was done, that, that the people who did this uh, actually paid for their crime, exactly. uh, that they didn't just get away with it, that it wasn't swept under the rug. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a lot easier when it's a person that doesn't look like you that this is happening to, for you to just disregard it and make it like it's no big deal because they're not like me. And I actually feel like that's one of the bad things about um, the way in which we characterize people. The way we, uh, I, I want to say we, we, people are like a, a caricature that we used to, to sort of put them into a particular category. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, it makes us feel better about the decision we make that it's going to affect them. So we dehumanize a person. We make it so that they're them and it's us against right, them. Right. And automatically, we because we're in those camps, we feel more comfortable with not bringing a person to justice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, that's a bad thing. Um, and I, I, I like your metaphor, though. I feel like you're right. If this country, and it did, if this country is founded on racist beliefs, because if you really think about it, the enslavement of another people group on the backs of which this entire, the wealth of this country was made. So yeah. let's, just, let's yeah. just call it what it is. Yes, the, it's true. The United States is as wealthy as it is as a country because of the hundreds of years of slavery that made that's the, the ability way. to make money. It's the only when you go back and look at yeah. it, that's how. That's and, how and, this country yeah. is wealthy. My mm-hmm. point is that is the sentiment and the principle on which, it's the foundation on it which is. this country was built. So, so what I'm saying is, what April said earlier is what we have to realize, what we have to grapple with. If we just keep on going on as if nothing is wrong, if we sweep things under the rugs, under the rug, if we don't actually confront these bad things that are happening, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is the underlying root problem that was never dealt with just yes. continues to fester. Yes. And the way that it comes out is in these situations mm-hmm. where black men are being gunned down in the street or killed by people who are supposed to be protecting them. And then sometimes, in many instances, they're getting off without any kind of problem. Now, yeah. now in this situation, these four officers were fired. And I, I, I applaud uh, the police department there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, for a great start. Right. But that, for but a that, start. But that's all it is, a great start. Yeah. Those four need to also be prosecuted. They do. They need to be. They do. And let a, let a jury make a decision, and they need to be on trial for murder. Yeah. Okay? Right. That would be the right thing to do in the exactly. situation. And I'm saying, if we take it away from all of the political stuff, all of the back chatter, whatever this is that comes between sides and all that stuff, and just look at it for what it is, that's what it is. And if we would really be real with ourselves, and I'm talking about everybody, yeah. if there was a black man, yeah. a black police officer, yes. or any black man yes. who had his knee on a white man's neck, there wouldn't be no discussion. Here. No discussion at all. We 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 would we would no, be having we would not be doing a podcast the, on it. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, the, we probably would still yes, because yes. it would be the opposite. But, but I'm just saying the black man would have been arrested immediately. Yes. There would be no discussion there. Right. And, and I'm saying that is where 
justice is not being served. Correct. This is this is what I mean when I say, and and you know, and I, I hate that. It's like, um, you know, black men are, are scary and 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 going, you know, are are people are they're feared. Yeah. And I mean, we have to see human as human. Right. You know, yes. there are white men, mm-hmm. black men, Hispanic men, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Asian men. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of men mm-hmm. and women mm-hmm. who do bad things. Right. In this world. Right. We know that. Yes. But you can't just put people in these categories and treat them as if they're all a certain way. I'm just well, saying, well, I, I don't well, think pa- it's right. Pa- part of it has, a lot of it has nothing to do with what you've seen in your own experience. Right. It, it starts what's with been portrayed. the way it's portrayed yes. in the media and, and things really like that. And that's really what I mean yeah. when I say what's yeah. been seen yeah. is what has been portrayed. That's right. Yes. Media, yes. movies, it's yes. everywhere. Yes. We all know mm-hmm. uh, different ways that black people are seen in a negative negative ways that we are portrayed, portrayed in the media on purpose and things is what like I'm that. saying right portrayed yes. you know purposely portrayed in yes. these negative ways yes. to keep and I know people say this but to keep the black man down I mean right. Right. and really yeah it is it's right. to keep you and not and not necessarily down all the way anymore right. right but down to a certain level where you don't need to get higher than we this. are not you equals know, y- y- right don't, don't 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 think that you're equal to me the majority exactly yeah and I'm not saying everybody feels that way because I know they don't. No. I'm not saying all white people right. feel this way right. because we know that they don't. But let's let's make that distinction right now so, so we can make it clear. Because yes. here, here's the thing. The reality is we started by talking about the foundation on which this country was built because what we're trying to say is there is a system that's in place. That's what I'm talking that about. That is really set up yes. to make it so that the only people that can really thrive and prosper are the majority group. Right. That's basically how the system is set up. Mm-hmm. And the ones that taste any kind of success that the majority tastes are the ones that find a way to assimilate and be accepted by the majority. Mm -hmm. If there's in any way that you're different from the majority group, then you are not able to ascend to the same level or the same heights. That's just how, that's the way the system is set up. So here's what I'm saying, and this is what April's saying too, and that is that all of us, especially Mm -hmm. Christian people, Mm -hmm. who believe that Jesus came to make us equal, that that mm-hmm. that that in Jesus Christ there's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, right? Mm-hmm. We're all mm-hmm. one in Christ Jesus. Right. Especially us, we're supposed to be the ones who speak out against these oppressive systems. Yes. So yes. by by speaking out, we're not saying that every single person of that hue automatically uh, feels the same way. But what we are saying is that if we're not speaking up, we're actually part of the problem. Yes. If we're not doing yes. something to fight against that issue. We're part of the problem. That's right. it. We, we, we can't be complacent here no. and expect that that means, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm not a racist. So some of my closest friends are black. You know, that, that means really nothing in this right. situation. Right. We need to be speaking up and speaking out and doing things to fight against the systems of oppression that are set up in our, in our world right now. And there are many of them. And they are, they are evident, and we can see them. And I think this situation right now with uh, George Floyd exacerbates and, and further exposes the issue that we're dealing with in our country. And I think it takes sometimes multiple things like this to happen for certain people to wake up and say, wow, there really is a problem. Yeah. Because, because if it happens just every so often, Maybe you could say, ah, uh, that's just a one-off. But, dude, this is happening like every other week now. I mean, really. Like, how? I feel like for this to be February with uh, Ahmad, mm-hmm. and then now uh, May, May with George, yeah. I'm like, 
that is too close. And, 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 and they're happening, more things are happening in between there. We're just talking about those because right. those have gotten the most national exactly. attention. But many things have happened in between there. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I, want, I want to say that um, when we say we, we want the majority to speak out, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just say when the Let's majority say, speaks up against injustice, no matter who it happens to, exactly. that's when it's most powerful. Yes, when the, in, when the majority that's speaks. Saying. That's what I'm saying, yeah. okay? So... But what I want to tell people is that when we say this, some people think it means, because uh, I think some people do want to speak out, but they don't know how. Mm-hmm. I think some people do want to speak out, but they're afraid of the way that their friends will see them. Yes. Okay? Yes. Or the way that their job will see them. Yes. You know, their boss or, yes. or their colleagues. Yes. And, and I think that you don't have to get out on a, on a mic and, mm-hmm. and, and, and yell out because that may not be something that you can do. Or you, don't, you don't necessarily have, have to organize a protest. That, that, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I think that that's what comes to mind. Like I have to be, you know. That's what we need. Yes. It's, it's about it's just not, not about, being silent. It's just about not being that's silent. It. You know, I, I have some, some um, friends who are you know, pastors who are not black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, get up in your pulpit yeah. and talk about how this is not right. right. I mean, and, and that's something that's not being done. And right. I want to know why. Right. You know, I want to Well, know, I know why. I, I, hey, I, please I, explain I, that I to me. Why. why would you not say something yeah. from your platform, Yes. whether it be on Facebook, yes. Instagram, if you have a, yes. you know, a lot of followers, you yes. might be somebody who could say, you know, I'm really angry about this, this is wrong. Right. Period. Yes. Or, you know, up front at a church where yeah. you are able to say, we need to pray for this family. Right. right. Or these people yes. who are going through this injustice. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is it's, that it's not a, It's happening? a simple statement, but I, I think there is one basic reason you already touched on it, and that is fear of what my speaking up is going to do. That's, that's really all it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I'm worried about my job, if I'm worried about uh, whether or not I can yeah. ascend a, yes. a higher in the ranks, if I'm worried about uh, making sure I appease my members, there are many different people that could have a problem with things that I say. And so if I get up and say the wrong thing, if I'm worried about what people are going to say, then that's going to make me say, you know what, I'm going to pretty much stay safe. Yeah. I'm going to basically speak up when I know the majority has a problem with something, but when I'm not sure and things are divided, even if it's clear to me biblically, I'm not going to say anything because you know what? I don't want to further divide people. Well, you know what? People are looking to you to be the leader. They're looking for leadership. Our members, our people in our churches, uh, the people around us, the community, they're looking to see what is that church going to say? How are they going to react? They're not even sure how to think about certain things, and they're trying to figure out what does the pulse of our community say about this? And maybe right. that's how we should be thinking. Right. So right. stop thinking about this in terms of, you know, what are people going to say? What group are they going to put me in? No, you're a leader. Yeah. Lead. Yeah. Stand yeah. up and say something. And guess what? You don't even have to say anything new. Just say what the Bible said. Right. 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 <laughs> Jesus taught that we should stand up for those who are oppressed. Exactly. That's why Jesus came. Exactly. That's what he says. It's exactly. that simple. All you got to do is read a couple texts. And afterwards say, I didn't say it, Jesus said it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even take the credit. Right, right. It's not that hard. Yeah. But the bottom line is, I don't think we can really be what God wants us to be if we just stand in the background and stay silent when it's obvious that injustice is happening. Exactly. And let me just let me just commend my I want to commend my conference president, by the way, who's white. I want to commend him right now. Bill Miller's his name. And he has a book that he has us reading right now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's called Protest and Progress by Calvin Rock. It is basically a book that talks about sort of the way that the church and black people have interacted for, I don't know, the last 50 years or so, and uh, really good history. And we have to have these discussions in our groups. And so a group of pastors were discussing, I, I lead our group, and um, we had a discussion the other day. Um, there were a few black people in there. We have uh, Indian, we have Hispanic, um, we have Brazilian, we have Asian, all in this same group, different pastors, a white, white pastor. And we had a very good discussion, what I thought was, thought was a very good discussion. It was open, it was not contentious in any way. We all shared uh, the different experiences that we've had uh, with racism in the church and things like that. And I thought it was a good starting point. Yes. And, 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 I, and I thought that uh, Bill Miller's courage to say, we're going to read this book as a conference is what started that. And, and here's what I'm really saying. And I'm going back to the metaphor you used earlier. I almost said it earlier, but I, I didn't get back to it. And that is, you said that if I had trauma early on in my life, it would take me going to a therapist and talking about it yes. to work that thing out. Now, the question is, how are we ever going to get past this? How are we ever going to get over this? How are we ever going to get around it, through it? How is it ever going to be something that doesn't haunt us if we can't even talk about it? Right. We can't even have the simplest conversations. The moment somebody starts the conversation about race, immediately someone characterizes it, and then everybody can shut down and shut off. Right. we got to get past that. And I'm saying, as Christian people, I don't know how many people that are watching this are Christian. You may not all be Christian. <laughs> but you know what? I'm talking to my Christian friends now. If you're a Christian, shame on you. Right. Shame on us. Yes. Shame on yes. us for yes. hiding behind yes. politics when Jesus tells us what we should be saying and what we should exactly. be doing. Jesus makes it clear. Mm -hmm. We've got to talk about these things. These are injustices that we cannot live with, and we've got to make sure that we are standing up for the oppressed. That's what Jesus is doing when he came. That's what he did when he came. That's what we should be doing now as his church. Yeah, and I feel like when you said that um, you guys had the conversation and you were sharing your experiences when it came to racism and stuff like that, I think that, um, you know, sharing people wanting to know those experiences. Yeah. You know, the majority wanting to know and better understand where we as a people are coming from. Yes. Because I don't think you can ever understand it when you, if you've never been in it, right. you're not going to really be able to fully understand. Yes. But and, and so the majority the has point, to start by listening. That's what I'm saying. Start yeah. by listening and, and start by opening a, your heart to understand mm. rather than coming in in a defensive way mm -hmm. or in a, I'm tired of y'all mm. talking about this way. Because mm -hmm. I mean, be honest with you, I have been around people who have said that. Yeah. Those words, I am oh, tired, brother, tired of, of talking oh, about here this. we go again, yes, and I'm right. tired of talking about this. But right. the reason why we have to continue to bring it up is because it's not... <laughs> We've never talked about it. We've never really talked We've about it. We've never dealt with it. And if, you, if you're coming with an attitude of, here we go again, here they go again, I'm mm -hmm. tired of talking about this, mm -hmm. then that's not a heart of wanting understanding. That's right. not a heart... Um, a heart that says, you know, I really want to get to the root of why... Um, why things are the way they are in their culture. You know, right. why do they feel so strongly about this, that, and the other? Yes. Because you can't feel it if you haven't been in it. Yes. You know what That's I mean? Very true. And I, I, I would want to know how have you been hurt? Yes. Not how have I hurt you as a person right. because I haven't hurt you as a person. Right. But some people yeah. take it personally because maybe their ancestors have mm -hmm. done things or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you have. And right. you can change those things. And yes. I feel like I really believe that some of, uh, of my generation mm -hmm. 
uh, that are white mm-hmm. have actually taught the next generation uh, to continue this cycle of putting blacks and other races in these categories. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, mm-hmm. but I see it. Mm-hmm. And if we don't stop by not by teaching our children what we should be thinking and right. how we should be uh, respecting other people for who they are, yes. I think th- it'll never end. That's true. As long as we continue this cycle by teaching our children yes. the wrong things. Yes. Or sometimes we teach them by the way we act. We don't right. even know we're teaching it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're yes. teaching it by the way that we are. It, it's it's implicitly taught. It's not explicitly it's exactly, taught. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's an implicit teaching. Yes. So, so sometimes we say the words, but other times we just by our actions show that certain people are not worth our attention. They're right. not worth our time. They're right. not worth. They're not necessarily on the same level as other people. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if you know about this, but uh, the TBN. I guess he's the TBN pastor. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Isn't it called TBN? Yes, that's the, that's yeah. the network. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's the main guy or whatever because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really watch them. I don't really know much about yeah. uh, TBN. But yeah. this guy um, asked Kirk Franklin to come on mm-hmm. to discuss Kirk Franklin and another pastor and another white pastor. Mm-hmm. So it was two white pastors and two black pastors, basically. Yes. And they were discussing... Um, the issues that are in the church, mm-hmm. racial issues mm-hmm. in the church, which mm-hmm. I don't even think we should be saying. <laughs> right. We should be able to say that's one place where we don't have that. But right. but the reality is the church is filled with human beings. So exactly. You're always going to have problems. And, and that's true. And but I know I, but, that. But, but I see I what you're saying. saying. I wish it too. That it was that was, us, that was Martin Luther King's dream. <laughs> it was. It was his dream. Yeah. And you know, it would be nice if it was the church fighting against the world and right. trying to teach yes. the world not yes. to, yes. you know, yeah. be that way. Yeah. But anyway, they had a very deep conversation. It was it was really good because, um, and there were some things about it that were, you know, you could tell that there was an understanding that was that was trying to be had, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like just the beginning of a conversation. You're, you're saying some some ignorant things were said, uh, maybe, or offensive in some well, ways? Not not blatantly, and yes, I, I, not on again, purpose or anything. I, yeah, like that. not like that. But yeah. it, of course, you know. But clearly, there but was there clear, was there was an attitude where people were trying to understand each trying other, trying to understand, yes, and trying to figure out what am I, what don't I know, what right. am I doing wrong, right. what I don't, right. you know. And I feel like if you don't have that spirit, yeah. if you can't come with that attitude, yeah. please explain to me what we as a people are doing wrong, right, or, right, 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 or right. you know, so that I can understand better. And right. I mean, it, it's just about knowing. I yes. feel like if you know, then you can kind of say, okay, I get it now. Right. Let me, let me, let me uh, work on this. So yes. let me figure out what we can do to make uh, others feel better because mm-hmm. we don't mean it this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, yeah. if I had people come to my house yeah. and they felt offended in some way, mm-hmm. I would want to know what, what I am do? I doing wrong yeah, yeah. so that the next time you come you don't do that or again. anybody else comes, yeah. I can correct that. And maybe what you did was culturally <laughs> offensive and what you did was perfectly fine in your own culture and you had no idea. You didn't mean to offend exactly. them. Exactly. And you know what I yeah. find though? We yeah. can try to make everyone feel respected yes. and special yes and worth something <laughs> yeah you know yeah i agree so here's what i want to say before we go to our word of the day and that is that every racial movement every successful one every successful um move from one place to another racially in this country has always had powerful and influential white people involved True. because they're part of the majority group right so what i'm saying is we as black people can do what we're doing right now, and we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. 
we organize, we discuss, we talk, we agonize, we pray, we cry, we teach our kids, we, we read the Bible, we, we come together in groups and pray, we have marches and all kinds of things. But there's only so much that is going to do because we're not part of the majority group. The majority group has to buy into and adopt the same attitude that Jesus Christ had for those who are oppressed. That's it. And once that happens, this will go away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, But before that can happen, we have to be able to have a real discussion about it so that we have an understanding of why we're feeling the way that we are and why things we yes, believe are the way that yes, they are. Yes. That's what has to happen. It starts there. It does. And I believe it can grow from there. But if we're yeah. intent on really being one, mm-hmm. you know, it's in our uh, one nation under God, and one nation, if, if we really care about that, if we really care about oneness as Christians, mm-hmm. you know, being one in Christ Jesus, then we will stop at nothing until we have oneness. It's going to mean uncomfortable conversations. It's going to mean uncomfortable circumstances. But the only way to get there is to be like, we have to like recklessly abandon everything toward that. Yes. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. the original sin of this country. It is. Racism. It is. And we can't act like we're beyond it. We're not beyond no. it, y'all. No, we're if not. you need proof, I'll give you some names. Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ahmaud Arbery, Eric Gardner, uh, uh, Freddie Gray. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rodney King. <laughs> let's take it back. Yeah, 1993. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. You know, let's take it way back. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, it's not gone. It's the same it's the, basic it's the attitude same that has prevailed all the way through to now. And the only way it's going to stop is if we speak up and speak out against it. We have to. Yeah. Got to do it. What's our word of the day, babe? Guys, our word of the day is justice. Justice. You knew that already. We said it many times. Yes, and we decided to just stick with that word because the definition is so powerful. Listen to this definition. Okay, justice. A concern for justice, peace, and genuine respect for people. That's what it means. That's it. Simple definition. You know, we, we bleed the same red blood. That's it. We go to the bathroom. Yep. We cry. Yep. When somebody we mourn, dies, we cry. We cry. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, we laugh. Yep. You know. Something is funny, we laugh with your black or white. Yeah. Somebody dies in your family, you cry with your black or white. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't no matter, matter what, no matter what uh, uh, race uh, you are. No matter how old you are. No matter you know what I'm how saying? old you are. <laughs> you can be Asian, you can be uh, Hispanic. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the same when it really comes down to it. We don't have nearly as much that separates us as we think. But if we all just cared more about justice. Yes. You know, a genuine respect for people, genuine respect, caring when somebody is wronged, that we make it right. Yes. That's what it's about. It is. Anyway, uh, we like to bring joy to your life with our episodes. And we know we probably didn't do much of that tonight. But we had to speak about this. We did. We could, we could, we We couldn't let this go. We We couldn't. And we got a couple of, you know, semi laughs in. Did we? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Just give you a nice one at the end. We love you guys. Thanks for riding with us. Yes. Um, we hope you heard us out tonight. And uh, we may lose some subscribers over this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, but you know what? It doesn't matter. You know, it, it, it does matter, not matter. Right? And I want that to be the message. Yeah. Who cares what, you know, you feel like people will see you as. You have to say 
what is true. It's wrong, it's wrong. That's it's it. wrong. Bottom line. You know, and if you watch those videos, if you yep. watch the videos yep. of um, uh, Ahmad yep. and George, you yep. will see that they, it was just unfair yeah. and they did not need to lose their lives. They did not deserve, they did not deserve to lose their lives. No. So let's be the change, y'all. It starts with us. If you don't think it does, it does. All the major changes in our world have happened at grassroots level. We can do it one person at a time. It starts by just speaking up. Hope you do that. God bless. You know you want something more. There's a look in your eyes revealing what your life ought to have in store. Is there something that you've been missing? Something you want to say? Oh, don't you feel you could just cry out? There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way than the way that you're living today. Gotta be somebody to say everything gonna be Everything